How's it going? Welcome to Ep week four of the NFL Review Show. I'm Cole Sharp, and as always, I'm with my co-host, Anthony Fielding. How What's you doing? Everybody? Good, good. And you? Yeah, he missed us last week. There's some miscommunications on my part, and then his sister got a car, so that's exciting. He wanted to be there for that, so that's cool, but we're back on page now. I'm going to gloat about myself for a little bit here. I went 11-5 and five in picks last week, and you can watch episode week three review and Check it out for yourself. All the picks are there, and I, I checked them, checked them off, and counted them twice. Eleven and five. The pros don't even do that, so ESPN needs to give me a fucking call. That's for sure. I'd, I'd be on ESPN in a heartbeat and put those guys to shame. Let's get right into it. I'm a little stuffed up. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't affect how I sound. Um, but the, the the best game of the week to me was the Rams Vikings. Yeah, well, I don't say the best game, but it was a good Thursday night game. Most Thursday night games are one sided and sloppy. 38-31, the Vikings definitely bounced back from how they looked against Buffalo the week before, but they still lost. In my opinion, Kirk Cousins doesn't look like he's worth $84 million, but hey, what do I know? What do you think about that game? Yeah, I liked it. It was The thing is, like, all these Thursday night games have been been pretty exciting so far. I think they've been they've been uh, emphasizing, like, more, more offensive games, but this definitely was like – it looked like a playoff showdown. People are still criticizing the, uh, Minnesota's defense – which I think actually played pretty good, especially against the Rams, who yeah. can, I mean, I mean they they went off, but you know they they gave up a lot of yards, but still kind of held them towards the end to give them a chance to to win to tie the game at least. Well, Talib was out for him, and that's a huge person in their secondary to lose. Peters was had a hamstring injury, still played, but he wasn't a hundred percent. But still, the Rams, the Rams and the Chiefs, man, they look like the two best teams in football. I'll get to the Chiefs here in a second. I got a lot to say about them. Um, this Colts Texans game. Texans get their first win, 37-34. The Colts went for the win. I like it. They don't want to play for a tie. They went for the win, and I really like it. Uh, the play call was a little questionable. If you ask me if you're going to throw a fourth and four and you're going to just force it to somebody. And you tried to draw them off sides. It didn't work. Then you brought your offense back out there, so then they knew you were going for it the second time. If you're going to go for it in that situation, at least for me, I'm going for it the first time. I try and draw them off sides a couple times, then go for it, not draw them, draw them off sides. Call a timeout, then bring your offense back out there and go for it. Yeah. That's just my opinion. It didn't work out for them, but I like the fact that they played for the win. 37-34, Texans get a win. Deshaun Watson looked back to his normal form. And that Fuller kid, man, he's very underrated and super consistent. To my, I mean, he scores a touchdown every single game he plays. So, Yeah. Yeah, he scored. Well, it was that, what, four-yard touchdown? Yeah. He, he got a little banged up after that. I don't, I don't know if he came back or not. Hopefully it is. Fantasy, fantasy. Uh, then we'll go through this one real quick. I know you don't want to talk about it. Bills, Packers. The Packers win 22-0. Yeah. Yeah, our, uh, our offense was back back to normal. You know, we, we still uh, forced turn we forced a turnover, had a chance to score before half, and then a uh, rookie mistake. He instead of throwing the ball out of bounds, he tries to force it, and they pick it off and then take it back. Uh, pretty much in field goal range and end up kicking a field goal, and that's the whole six-point swing before yep. the half to start off. But I'm, I'm still liking our defensive play. I mean, we held Aaron Rodgers to one touchdown, and, I mean, he, he had some yardage, but we I mean, we gave him 22 points to the Packers, and the Packers can – Aaron Rodgers can score score some points. So Oh, yeah, for sure. For just, sure. We definitely need a lot of work on offense. And I'm, I'm thinking – I think we had, like – I think I know Ivory had like six carries. McCoy had like seven. I think we need to we need to run the ball a lot more, especially with a rookie quarterback who's who's got sacked like six times by the Packers, who yep. are not known for pass rushing. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you don't problem. you don't give give the ball. To, I mean, you got Ivory too. Ivory's a fucking beast everywhere he's been. He's he's another guy who's been underrated. The dude gets yards every time he touches the ball. Yeah, he runs hard. Like I, I'm I'm all for like, uh, you know, running up the middle, bruising bruising him up for the first half, and then using speed in the second half. But the know. Bears, the Bears versus the Bucks. Fitz magic is done. It lasted as long as it normally does, about three, two, three games, and then reality hits back in. Jameis Winston starting now going forward. They said, forty-eight to ten, man. That Bears fucking team looks legit. I mean, Khalil Mack. I mean, they have they have other pieces around him, but. Adding him has made that defense a thousand times better, and to, Trubisky looks like the real yeah. deal. I mean, he still makes some inconsistent throws, but overall, that and that offensive play calling is just fucking genius, man. A lot of those plays they're running is just fucking sweet. So if the the Bears can keep it up, they look like a legit team. I think they'll win that division if Aaron, unless because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to go down eventually with bang, playing with the banged up knee all season. Someone's going to hit him hard. Someone's going to land on that knee, and I think he's going to go down at some point this season. Yeah, I will say the this week against the against the Bills, he, I mean, his stats might not show show for it, but he did look he did look a lot better than he did the, the previous weeks. That like he wasn't limping, he was moving around in the pocket, and we were we were creating pressure, and he was getting away he was getting away from him. He ran for a couple of first downs, so. I think that knee's that knee's getting a lot better than people think it is. And here's the one that pisses me off: the Finns versus the Patriots. The Dolphins are three and zero, starting off the year hot, just looking like one of the most dominant teams in the NFL. And then you got a chance to put the Patriots even farther back in the division, and you just let them shit pound you, thirty-eight to seven. It's just like everybody was saying, "Oh, the Patriots are done." This is the exact same thing that happened last year. They started off slow. Oh, the Patriots are done. The Patriots are done, and then bam, they come out and fucking shit pound one of the best defenses in the NFL like it's nothing. And they still don't even have Edelman back yet. He comes back this week. Josh Gordon got some snaps. Didn't really make a huge difference, but he's just getting familiar with that offense. That dude gets it going. It's gonna be nasty, man. They're gonna fucking light it up. Yeah, and those two running backs, Sonny Michelle and then James White, of course. They both they both went off. Yeah, Sonny Michelle looking like the player the player that he was going to be drafting him 31st overall, finally making some plays. Yep. Cowboys versus Lions. The Cowboys offense came alive a little bit. 26-24, to 24, Cowboys win. I, uh, I thought the Lions were going to win that game and get two in a row, but they just can't seem to finish games, man. It's been a problem for them yeah, for that, a long time. That's the defense. You know, uh, uh, Stafford, I, mean, there was, I think there was, what, three minutes left. Stafford was drove right down the field, yep. scored a touchdown, and then the Cowboys end up in field goal range, and, Nebraska's own Brett Maurer got the got the game winner, so that's his first of his career. See, now I was thinking, like, what if this dude misses it? All the fans are going to be like, where's Dan Bailey? Why did yeah. he get rid of Dan Bailey? Because yeah, he already missed, like, what, two field goals already yeah, this yeah, year? Yeah. So, yeah, I think he definitely saved his job. But I think people aren't giving credit to uh, the Cowboys' defense. Uh, they've they've been holding low scores every, every single game, which... Yeah, they look good. Yeah. They definitely look improved and surprising me a little bit. I will say that... Uh, Dak Prescott still doesn't look that good to me, man. He looks like he's been exposed ever since his rookie season, and I'll yeah. say that all all year long. Yeah, and Zeke did all the work. I mean, he he kept throwing, you know, swing passes to Zeke. I mean, they found what was what helped them out a lot was he got more than fifteen touches. Yep. And you see see exactly what happened. That exactly. Monster. Yeah, Zeke Zeke finally looked like Zeke himself. 49ers versus the Chargers. The Chargers, before the season, everybody said, oh, they're going to win their division. They're going to you know be better than the the Chiefs, better than the Broncos. Fuck, they barely beat the Niners with, uh, uh, what's his name, C.J. No. Uh, Beth, Bethard, 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 the dude from Iowa. Some people call him Beat Hard, but. Yeah, he, he I mean, it was a backup yeah. quarterback, and the, and the Niners have all kinds of injuries, and the Chargers barely beat him by two. 
Um, so 29-27, it was a close game. There's a lot of close games on Sunday and Monday. Yeah, yeah the Chargers, they got down They got down pretty quick. Uh, they started off with the Phillip Rivers pick six, just straight off the bat. And then uh, then they punted, and then Niners drove down the field and scored again. So they were down four to nothing. But they they came back with the deficit. And I think having Bosa out right now is a big, big, a big, big loss for them. I mean, you can see what rush ends can do. Oh, yeah, huge. Do you think do you think the, this next game, Bengals beat the Falcons 37-36? That, to me, was probably the game of the day. Yeah, that was a good uh, game to watch. Bengals legit, man? Yeah, I think they are the, the new offensive coordinator. And freaking Green, A.J. Green's healthy. He wasn't healthy last year. Andy Dalton, and that, that combo was just, just monstrous. And they get Mixon back this week. So, yeah. I mean, they won with – I mean, don't get me wrong, Giovanni Bernard's been good his whole career, but he's never gotten, you know, been that guy, that number one guy. So. Yeah, he's just a, ba- a, a pass-catching back. But with, with Joe Mixon coming back, I think they're going to win against Miami. I think they play Miami this week. Yep, they play Miami this week. So, I think they're going to beat Miami and continue rolling. Yeah, this Bengals team looks good. they got defense. And then we'll get to this one. My Jets get their ass kicked by Jacksonville. We just, I don't know, man. We just, uh, I don't I don't know, man. We can't put together our offense. We're not taking shots downfield. We're throwing fucking 87 bubble screens to Quincy Nunn, which I don't care. He's a Husker. Get him the ball. Keep throwing him the ball. But you're just going to, you know, hurt Sam Darnold's development. Let the fucking dude take shots. If it's there, let him throw the fucking ball. Like, you know, give him some more control at the line of scrimmage. I've been reading articles that they don't give him as much control at the line of scrimmage as he should have. Give him the control. We're losing games without with, with sitting on him, you know what I mean? We might as well let him go, and if we're still losing games, what the fuck is the difference? Yeah, and like we said before, it's like Brady's still in the division. This is the perfect time for our quarterbacks to develop. Exactly, exactly. what they're capable of. Our defense gave up 588 total yards. Uh unacceptable and they weren't even deep passes they were just killing us down low we weren't in the right spots i think i said last week todd Bowles is on the hot seat we need to win like five out of the next six games for that dude to even hope his job safe um it's just not good we're not putting together full football games one half we look all right the second half we look like shit or vice versa and penalties and personal fouls and holding like we had four plays of over no three plays of over 40 yards get called back because of holding that, that yeah, that's going to kill anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? We're, uh, fuck, that's 120 yards taken off the board because of holding penalties. Um, I will say this. Jacksonville's fucked up because they scored a touchdown with like two minutes left in the game and went for two. They didn't get the two-point conversion. But you're up 31-12. to 12. Why the fuck are you going for two? I, I've never liked that. I, I get it. It's the NFL. It's not high school. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But, I mean, come on. It's, you, it's going to happen to them eventually, and they're not going to like it either. So it just it is what it is. You had the game in your hands. Why, why are you going for two up 31 to 12? Yeah. Eagles-Titans, probably my surprise team in the NFL right now is the Tennessee Titans. They beat the Eagles 26-3. Granted, it was Alshon Jeffries' first game back. Only Carson Wentz' second game back. But Tennessee's played in three close games out of four, and they've won all three close ones. Um that, I mean, that's what you want to see in a team is a team that can, you know, finish strong and win when you have to. Eagles, I don't think – I mean, they always say that Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, <clears throat> and it looks like it is for Philly. Their defense doesn't look the same. Oh, that's my cat in the background. I see her, yeah. And um, I just – I just – I think Tennessee looks legit, man. Their offense doesn't look very good, but they put up 26 on Philly's defense. So that's why I say Philly's defense isn't the same as it was last year. They're not getting that pass rush in their secondaries, not locking them down like they did. Yeah, their defensive line definitely looks suspect. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, uh, Henry, and surprisingly, Henry ain't got it going yet this year, Derrick Henry. I expected yeah. more out of him than he's shown. Uh, the Raiders versus the Browns. The Raiders get their first win, 45-42 to over Cleveland. I picked that one wrong. I picked uh, Baker Mayfield every fucking time. I haven't yawned all day. And then I get on a podcast and I start fucking yawning. And I don't understand why that happens, but no matter what I do, that's what happens. Raiders versus Browns. Browns lose 45-42. Hell of a game. I thought the Raiders were going to win, or the Browns were going to win it, and fucking the Raiders pulled it off, so that's good. Good for John Gruden to get his yeah, first win. I, I think the, the Raiders should have lost, though, because uh, there was like three three minutes left in the game, and Derek Carr drops back. Dude. And you can't, like, real time, you couldn't see what happened, but all of a sudden you see the balls just pop out. It was going to be, they were going to take it for six. The Browns were going to take yep. it for six, and then uh, they they called it dead. They said his arm was moving forward. And, uh, they showed the replay. The ball clearly just comes out before he even yeah. His arm before back. he even got to. I mean, like, like I was. I went on a little rant last week, and I'm just like, put flags on the fucking quarterbacks, dude. Like, he had two guys coming. They swarmed him. As soon as they made contact, the ball flew out. How can you say he was wrapped up and you're gonna yeah. stop the, you know, stop it? Yeah, really, really not, not the Browns. And then, and then there was two controversial, you know, replays that were swift, like the they called it on third and two or whatever. They called the first down, then they reviewed it and said he was short, and then it happened again. If I'm Cleveland, though, I'm going for it. I'm going to lock this fucking win up, you know what I mean? Regardless, I'm going to guarantee get this win. You guys haven't won shit in how long. Yeah. You have a chance to win the game. Fucking what you got to lose, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then you, you know, you have the... You'll have the edge on the Pittsburgh because you yep. tied with them. You could have yep. you could have went to go one up on them, and but I, I, they said uh, yesterday when I was watching the game, they they said underneath the screen that uh, the NFL reviewed that play for uh, Carlos Hyde when they overturned his first, first yeah. down. They said it was they got the call right. Well, so. I mean, yeah, it was right, but still, if I'm if I'm if I'm Cleveland, I go for it. Um, I, I'm I'm so sick of this. I'm gonna go off for a second here. I'm so sick of. Refs making calls in games and then coming out the next day and saying they made a mistake or they got the call wrong. Like last night in that Sunday and Monday night football game, they missed that delay of game on that 33-yard pass, and then the refs come out today and say, oh, yeah, we missed that call. We're sorry. What the fuck does that change, man? Now, you know what I mean? Just shut your mouth. You, you made the call. Stick with it. Don't come out and say you're wrong because it happens multiple times a week. Just leave it be. You fucked up. We all know you fucked up. You don't need to come out and say it because then you get people hot at you anyways and pissed off at you. Yeah. And you get heat on all the fucking referees. You made the call. Stick with it. Who cares if it was wrong or not? You yeah. know what I mean? Let people at least leave that up for, inter, you know what I mean? Let people make their own decision. Don't come out and say, oh, sorry, Denver. We just cost you the game on this blatantly fucked up call. But we're going to say sorry for it. What can we do? Yeah, you're talking about that uh, the play clock when it ran out. From yeah. To zero. Yeah, it's like. I mean, come on, but my yeah. uncle, I, I was talking shit to my uncle, and I was like, you know, well, they're not perfect, what can you do? Because he's a Broncos fan, so I was like, hey, what, what can you do? They're not perfect, yeah. but it was blatantly, yeah. blatantly a missed call, and but, it was a huge play in the game. And the thing is, is like in, in basketball games, if the clock could reach zero, so you, you're notified right away to where you don't get the shot off. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's, that, that determines games or You know what? That's not like a that. bad idea. Why don't they put a buzzer on the play clock? Yeah, or why? like something like flashing or, or yeah, some why not put a buzzer on the on the time yeah. clock? Because the, ref, the the way they explained it on TV was the ref looks at the clock. If he sees it looks zero, he looks at the quarterback. So he has to tell if the ball was snapped before it came to zero or after. Most of the time they get it right, but if they put a buzzer on that son of a bitch, then that ref doesn't even have to watch that clock. He, all he can focus on is when the ball snapped. That's a yeah. fucking great idea. Why don't they? They should do that. I might send him a fucking email. <laughs> Um, yeah. Seattle Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Looked like the Cardinals were going to get their first win. Josh Rosen looks like he's all right, man. He looks like he's going to be good. 
Seattle got their win, twenty to seventeen. Yeah, Nothing. He, he was one of the quarterbacks that took the back seat for for a couple weeks. Yep. Uh, behind a veteran. Yep. Hey, let's go back to this Bengals Falcons game. I can't believe I forgot to bring this up. Tyler Eifert, man, we talked about it before the podcast. Whew. Yeah, nasty dude. His ankle looked was oh, sideways, backwards. Then, it was, then they always showed in slow motion. Oh, I know. And the commentators <laughs> were even like, "Okay, we see it. Get, get it off the screen. We see it. Get it off the screen." And yeah, it was yeah. not pretty, man. It was ugly. I feel bad for that dude. Like you were saying, could be a beast, but he's just been fighting that injury bug his whole fucking career. Yeah. And I think, I think this will be the one that you know he decides to walk away from the game. I don't know that yeah. for sure. That's just speculation. I haven't heard it or anything. Yeah, I can I see that. Come on, through so much pain, but who knows? By now, it probably doesn't even phase him anymore. Bro, I mean that shit was nasty. Yeah, that shit was nasty. Yeah. Saints versus G-Man, uh, Tom or Tom Brady. Drew Brees, 33, G-Man, 18. Um, Drew Brees is getting really close to breaking Peyton Manning's all-time passing record. It's, it's set up for him to break it this week, it sounds like. So I I, wouldn't, I like Drew Brees. I've always liked Drew Brees. I'd like to see him get another championship to help put him in that conversation. Um, he's but, done breaking the completion record. Yeah, yeah, he already, he already broke that one, but now he's about to break the all-time yards record, which is awesome because I don't think Tom Brady can catch him because that's one thing that – that I, I've noticed about Tom Brady is, yes, he's got all these Super Bowl rings, but he doesn't really own a lot of records. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, what does that say to me? Like, Drew Brees is out here, you know, breaking all these records that Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, et cetera, et cetera, but he doesn't have very many rings. But Tom Brady's got five rings, and he doesn't have very many records. Yeah. If you had to pick, would you rather be, like, have all the records as, like, you know, top quarterback in every category or five championships? Well, the thing is, Breeze has one, so I'd be fine with the records if I only had one championship. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I guess. But I'm just <laughs> but, saying, like, if you could, because everybody calls Brady the GOAT because he's got five, but yet Breeze is breaking all the records and he doesn't even get consideration for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, that's a tough one. I, I'd probably go with the records in one championship, too. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, uh, like the Patriots have always been a complete team, yeah. like, no matter what. And the Saints, for a lot of years, they they didn't really have a defense. And then, you know, that Super Bowl year, they, they, they made one. But then literally the year after that, they, they couldn't pay everybody. So it's yeah. like they, they – he's – Breeze has had a lot more weapons, I think. I think that's why that happens. I'm not saying – I'm not taking anything away from Breeze. I do can sling the rock. But he's, he's had a lot more weapons than Brady. Because Brady usually gets – you know, he's had like Randy Moss, but he was on the down downside of his career. But that year that he had Moss, they were, they were breaking records. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, so, for sure. And another thing, I can't believe I got to bring this up, man. I'm all out of it. Uh, the Hawks versus the Cardinals. Uh, Earl Thomas breaks his leg and yeah. fucking flips <laughs> off his fan, like flips off his sidelines, getting carted off. Listen, another thing me and my uncle were arguing about, well, not disagreeing about, was I'm like, listen, the dude held out. He wanted more money because he knew if he got hurt this year, he only had a one-year deal for a certain amount of money. He gets hurt, he's fucked. What yeah. the fuck happened? He breaks his leg, he's done for the season. And he don't have anything to yeah, fall back and on. He's will be a free agent, so it's like, who want you know? How, he's he's twenty nine years old. He wants yeah. to pick up a twenty nine year old safety who's just coming off an injury. Exactly. So I get it now. And so I would have done the same fucking thing. And my uncle said, "Oh, that was bush league and blah blah." I agree with it. I agree with yeah. him doing that. I mean, he he was a top five player at his position. He deserved to get paid. He made eight million dollars this year as a safe as a top five safety. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. And now, now, and then after this happens, now Le'Veon Bell's coming out saying he's coming back week seven. After the bye week, I think he's just going to sign his tender, and then they're going to trade him, which is fine. But he, uh, somebody 
posted a, the picture of Earl Thomas flipping off, and you've seen Le'Veon Bell's comment on the bottom saying, I'll continue to be the bad guy for all of us. This is bullshit. Stay up, you know? Yeah. I get it. These players make way more money than they probably should, but at the same time, they're played for a company that makes millions and billions of dollars, so, like, you know, anybody who works for us, you know, for a company that makes billions of dollars, they got to spend the money somewhere, and if it wasn't for these players, those people wouldn't make the billions yeah. of dollars. So you got to pay these players, you know yeah, what I mean? About, like, like, if you're on a contract at your job right now, and somehow, like, you... You were afraid, like it's a very dangerous job. You're not gonna sign it if you don't feel safe. You know what yep, I mean? That's yep. what. That's exactly what the NFL doesn't have anything like that for the yep, players. Exactly. And that's why these players union are, are, you know, they're back in Le'Veon. Yep, for sure. And they should. They should. Steelers versus Ravens. Speaking of Le'Veon, 36 rushing yards from Connor. Yeah, he looked great week one. You know, lightened it up week one. Hasn't done. Didn't do shit against Kansas City. Didn't do shit week three. Didn't do shit. Yeah, he's, just, he's, just more of a, he's getting more yards in receiving than he is rushing. And so, all my uncle said was, man, that offensive line in Pittsburgh made Le'Veon Bell look a lot better than he is. What, what are they doing now? He's like, oh, they only ran it 11 times. Well, they only lost by 12. It was 26-14, so there's plenty of time to run the ball in there. Maybe they weren't running the ball because Connor can't run the ball. Yeah. Maybe they're like, fuck, we fucked up. We should have we should have done what we had to do to get Le'Veon Bell here. Yeah, they should I'll say it again, sorry. I'll say it again. If they had Le'Veon Bell, they win week one, they lose to Kansas City, they win week two, they win week three. Plain yeah. and simple. See, but the thing is, is like you could even say that maybe they beat Kansas City. Because Kansas City's defense, I think they've given up the most yards in the NFL so far. Yep. And the thing about Le'Veon Bell is he controls the running game, so you have, you know, that's less time the other, the other offense has to play. Here's what they're, they're, they're playing. When, when you got Connor in there, you don't have to stick eight in the box. When you got Le'Veon yeah. Bell there, you got eight in the box every single snap. Yeah. Because that dude will either take a handoff, a screen pass, a sweet pass, whatever. You got eight in the box when Le'Veon Bell's in the backfield. Yeah. And that's what opened up that offense for Antonio Brown and yeah. fucking Smith-Schuster. Don't get me wrong. Big Ben's still getting his yards and still getting his, you know, attempts and all that shit. But I feel like the offense is not fluid like it was with Le'Veon Bell. And now they're sitting in Pittsburgh's probably like, fuck, we should have just paid the dude and we'd be winning games right now because their Super Bowl window is closing down. Because really fast. Big Ben ain't yeah. going to be around much longer. He's already talking about yeah. retirement last he year. The, he did the last two years and, you know, he comes back and then now his running back, his starting running back is not even, yep. you know, not, they're not. Well, and then you got Antonio game. Brown throwing fits on the sideline two weeks in a row. And that's what the reporters asked him after the game. Oh, you look frustrated. He's like, you didn't see me frustrated. But then they showed the highlight of him just fucking man. Yeah. He was definitely frustrated, but he got in trouble for what he did last time. So he ain't saying nothing this time. But so that brings me to Kansas City, Denver. What a game. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep last night at like 630, right to kickoff, whatever. Yeah, I woke up right at the start of the fourth quarter. It was 13-13. It was 13-13, start of the fourth quarter. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Damn, Kansas City's defense stepped up. Denver's got a defense. All of a sudden, that man, Patrick Mahomes, is the real deal, bro. Yeah. He is the real deal. Oh, that yeah. left-handed pass, bro, you got Von Miller on your ass. You got Von fucking Miller on your ass. And you switch hands and throw left-handed for a first down on third down. Huge to me. Huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge. The dude makes all the big throws. He ain't scared of the moment. 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Yep. Zero yep. picks still. 14 touchdowns this year with no picks. Keenum, man, I don't think he uh, – I think we're starting to see the real case Keenum. Yeah, I don't think he looks very good. Denver should have should have won that game for sure. But when he plays the Jets next week, I'm sure he'll have about 675 <laughs> passing yards and nine touchdowns. Yeah, one thing I want to say about that uh, that game last night is like uh, I know Von Miller is you know one of the best in the league, but I just don't I don't like how I didn't hear anybody talk about how he overscraped the quarterback 
like on a lot of his rushes and allowed Mahomes to get to break containment yep. and to, to run out run to the sideline and you know wait wait for somebody to get open because with all that speed they got downfield somebody's gonna get open and I know Von Miller's trying to rush the quarterback but there was multiple times I seen him just dive like put his head down and try to and you know try to try to edge rush him and he just steps up in the pocket and I'm like you're supposed to as a as a DN you know you're supposed to you're supposed to keep containment especially with a quarterback that's got legs. Or a quarterback that's got an arm like that with weapons like he has downfield, and, 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 and nobody talks. About, nobody's talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because Von Miller can do no wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I know what you're saying. I've seen it on a couple times. Even that play where he switched it left-handed, the Bob, 23 yard, yeah. on, on third or second and th- second and thirty. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, that left-handed throw, Von Miller had him, bro. And then Mahomes made one little shimmy, and yeah. Miller went to the backside, and Mahomes cut up the inside, and then that's when he switched hands. I will say this. Uh, the guy who put together Kansas City's team right now, John Dorsey, is now the GM of the Cleveland Browns. So imagine if he can fucking get get them guys some offense. Or like, imagine if he stayed and made a defense in Kansas City. Right, right, for sure. Maybe <laughs> he's a, maybe he's a, yeah. They got I think they got the Jaguars next. Yeah, and then uh, no, the, we'll talk. We'll, we'll find out who they play yeah, right okay. here. But again, week four, I went eleven and five. Man, you guys want to bet some money? Just listen to this podcast. I'll get to eleven and five is pretty damn fucking good. Let's see if I can keep it up here for week five. I don't want to brag too much and then go five and eleven this week, but. All right, so week five, uh, there's a couple good games, but not very many. Uh, Indy versus Pats. I'm going to go with New England Patriots on that one just because they look like they're back, all that trash talk. You got New England? Yeah, me too. All right, New England versus the Pats. You both take Jets, Broncos. I'm not going to not pick my team, so I'm going to take my Jets. You got the Broncos? Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos. I got my Jets. I can't. It's at home. I can't just not pick yeah, my yeah, team. I know. I pick. I pick Buffalo. To, to every every no, man, no, no matter what. Uh, Minnesota. If when I start picking other teams is when I give up on my team, and I'll never <laughs> give up on my team. I've been a Jets fan forever. We've sucked forever. Besides two seasons in my whole life. Lions pan. Lions Packers. I'm sorry. I got the Packers. Um, but it is a divisional game, so anything can happen. Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Detroit. So you're going to take Detroit? Okay, yeah. okay. You got Detroit? I think, I think Stafford's going to pass all over them. Panthers and the G-Men. I'm going to go with the Panthers just because Eli Manning ain't got no oh, time. No. The Panthers are good. Yeah, and Shaquan Barkley looks like a real deal, though. He does look like the real deal. I think he, that's another one that doesn't get the ball enough. Yep. Bills, Titans. I'm going to go with Titans just because they've been winning games. <laughs> I'm going to go with Buffalo. Yeah, got to. Got to. <laughs> Atlanta versus Pittsburgh. Atlanta's 1-3, but they've been in every game they've played. No, that's that's gonna be a high scoring game. Whoever's whoever's got fantasy players on both those teams, you have a good week. Yeah, um, that's a tough one for me too. I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I think <laughs> it's Atlanta. hard because Atlanta is just like automatically can't stop. It. They can't stop the fourth quarter drive. Yeah, two back to back like last second throws for touchdowns. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Atlanta in that one too. Baltimore versus Cleveland. Ball, listen. Crazy stat, Baltimore's defense has not given up a point in the second half all season. That is fucking insane, yeah. bro. That is insane. They have not given up one point in the second half. Look it up. One yeah. point in the second half all season. So unless Cleveland's out 25 or 28 to nothing in the first half, I'm going to take Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore. And it looks like Flacco's playing with the chip on the shoulder because they've been bringing in Lamar Jackson, you know, just for different He's like, this sets. is my fucking team, man. Yeah. This is my fucking team. Yeah, so. Flacco looks on point this year. He does. Fins versus Bengals, I think the Dolphins are still hung over from that Patriots ass whooping, plus Mixon's back, so I'm going to take Cincy. Yeah, the Bengals. 
Jaguars and Chiefs, that's got to be the game of the week, man. Jaguars, Chiefs, the Chiefs are finally going to play a team that's got a top five defense. The Jaguars offense can go when it needs, like some, every once in a while they're very inconsistent, but sometimes it can go, and we've seen the Chiefs defense is not very good. Yeah. So I, I'm still going to take the Chiefs just because that dude, until until they lose, I'm not going to pick <laughs> against them. Yeah, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Raiders? Raiders? Go ahead, you have something to say? No, no. Raiders versus Chargers? I'm gonna take the Chargers just because fuck the Raiders. But Raiders, Raiders, Raiders versus Chargers. I got the Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chargers too. Okay, Minnesota versus Philly. Minnesota's lost two in a row. Philly's lost two in a row. They both want to win this game. I'm gonna go with Philly. Ooh, all right, I'm gonna go with Minnesota then. You got Philly. I got Minnesota. Oh yeah, you got Philly. I got Minnesota. Los Angeles Rams versus Seattle. I'm sorry, Seattle. You're gonna probably lose by like 35 points because. That Mac, that their coach McAvey or whatever the yeah, fuck Mac his name is, is a, a, a genius, yeah. bro, for how young he is. And Earl Thomas is gone, so that's gonna be a huge loss on that. You got the Rams again? Yeah. All right. Um, Cardinals versus 49ers. I think the Cardinals get their first win. I think Rosen gets his first win. Go with the Niners. I like the way they played last week, especially right. against the Chargers. The, the 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 Texas the shootout in Texas. Dallas versus Houston. We go Houston. Houston's coming off with they finally they finally got over that hump. I'm gonna take Houston too. Saints versus Redskins. I'm I'm gonna take the Redskins, man. Redskins. I'm gonna take the Redskins. Yeah, you got a good defense, Norman. And AP's running like old AP, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go Saints. Yeah, I like when we we picked a lot of the same ones, <laughs> but I like when we pick opposite ones too. All right, so there it is. That's our week five picks. Couple more quick topics we're gonna talk about. Like I said, we try and keep this down to about thirty minutes because you know you don't want to ramble on and give away like talk about useless information. But Nebraska lost again. Owen, Owen four, Owen five, Owen nine, whatever it is. It's not good. It's not pretty. We just keep beating ourselves in the foot. Penalties. We got players dancing on the sideline when we're getting our asses kicked. Um, I like what Scott Frost says after every game. He, he don't, you know, he says how it is. It's real. He's like, listen, I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm gonna start taking these players out and put players in that want to play. And listen, I don't care if you're good or not, not good, but better than the guy in front of you or not. If you're gonna listen to me, then I'm gonna put you in the game. We're on the road in Wisconsin this weekend. I don't know. Uh, Night game too. <laughs> that'll probably be a a day drinking type of day. Um, get nice and lubed up so you forget the game before it starts. Um, yeah, wake up just in time for the McGregor and Khabib fight. Yes, and also UFC 229, Conor McGregor versus Khabib. I got Conor. Who you got? I'm going with Conor. Khabib's a savage. I mean, he's he's going to be he's the bad guy in this fight. There's a lot of people that like Khabib. But... Here's my thing. If, if Khabib will actually fight him instead of just grab his legs and hold on to him for five minutes for fucking five rounds... Then Connor's gonna just drop him, dude. I think Connor will knock him out. But Khabib's a smart fighter, so I see Khabib trying to take him down and just sit on top of him and, and ground and pound him. But I also think Connor McGregor's been doing nothing but working on his wrestling. I got Connor in a in a in a knockout inside three rounds, three rounds knockout. Because Khabib don't really have a chin. He got rocked twice his last fight against some nobody. They called up at the last minute. So UFC two twenty nine, check it out. Again, guys, listen to our picks, man. Uh, 11 and 5 last week. We're going to try and keep it going. We got a couple different ones. We'll check in next week. Real quick, though, before we get out of here, I want to thank my sponsor, O'Hara Exteriors LLC. Siding, windows, gutters, and roofing. Anything you need done, give them a call at 402 213 3289. Again, that's 402 213 3289. Tell them you heard about them on the podcast. Everybody, 
put the word out there. You know, listen to us. Spread. We're, we're growing. We're on different platforms. People are sharing our stuff. People are tweeting our stuff. I'll be on ESPN by next year doing picks for NFL if I keep this shit up. And so, you know, so get on before the before it blows up because then you'll be like, hey, I was one of the first people there. Again, I don't know if everyone's scared or what, but we'll, we people come on. Let's go. Get on here and talk about football with us, about your favorite team, even if it's one game, five minutes, two minutes, whatever. Get on. I want people to interact with us, comment on us, tweet, you know, whatever. You can find me on Facebook at Cole Sharp, Twitter at Cole Sharp. You can find the podcast if you only want audio versions of any of our past episodes. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Anchor. Everywhere there's podcasts, you can find it. I'll tell you what. I went to my buddy's phone, and it was pretty weird typing in my name on Spotify and it popping up. So it was pretty It was pretty cool. I mean, we're making headway. Again, my I do a wrestling show. It's been off for a couple weeks because we're working on some new shit. We're getting ready to start that up. But support us, man. Put the word out there. It doesn't take that long. We try and keep these episodes short so you can get all the way through them. And not forget to hit that subscribe, like, and share button. And tell people about it. If there's stuff we can improve on, let us know. But I feel like we know what we're talking about when it comes to the game of football just like any other guy does that you know. So, you know, compare and contrast. You got anything else you want to say? Just um, support. Yeah. Support us. We'll see you guys on next Tuesday. We'll be we'll be going forward every Tuesday now, for sure. No more miscommunications unless I'm dying of sickness. Cause like I don't know, this shit. I hate sinuses, man. Sinuses, stuffy noses. I'd rather have the flu than a stuffy nose and congestion. Again, with that being said, I'm gonna uh, go ahead and close it out. Thank you very much for listening. Support us. Subscribe, share, and listen. Peace. All right, we didn't leave you guys yet. Sorry, I forgot about this real quick. Uh, baseball, playoff baseball starts. Uh, our Braves play on Thursday. Uh, Cubs, Rockies, I think they're playing right now. If not right now, in the next half hour. Yep. So pay attention to that. That's winter when winter goes into the tournament. Yep. So who do the Braves play on Thursday? You we know more the about the Dodgers. In a seven-game series? Seven-game series, yep. Oh, we got the Dodgers in a seven. Fuck the Dodgers. It's, Let's go Braves. It's in, it's in L.A. And then uh, there's a video of, of Puig. Uh, it was pretty funny. He was... He was holding like three Budweisers and and uh, just saying like I I think we're the best team you know nobody's gonna beat us on the way like we're gonna go all the way to the World Series yeah they're gonna lose in the first round of the youngest <laughs> team in baseball who was projected to finish last yeah. in MLB and so, I think and I think uh, Javi Baez uh, just uh, he came out today in a presser or whatever and he was saying that uh, no, he don't care like people were talk people were talking like like as much as they want but they're the best team that's what he was saying so I think I think that's the counter. Uh, counter argument for Puig, I think. So same division, so they would see each other in the in the second round if they came down to it. But they'd have to. I think Atlanta, Atlanta can take the Dodgers. I hope so. I uh, I like Cinderella as an underdog. So like I said, they're the underdog. So let's keep it going. All right, that's it for all now. I just want to talk about baseball because we won't be on until after a couple games are played. Uh, hockey starts on November. Or November. Tomorrow, doesn't it? They're on the 3rd. Tomorrow, hockey starts tomorrow. And basketball starts on the 18th. So, with that being said, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you for the support. And thank you for everything. Just put the word out there. It's simple. Click the share button. It's not that hard. Thank you. Go Bye-bye. Braves. Yeah, go Braves.